Today on the Sports by Fry channel, JLo and I are once again sitting down to discuss our fantasy trades. Round 18 nearly upon us, so the finals are getting close. Uh, luckily with team selection, most people dodged a lot of carnage, but there were still some noteworthy things to, uh, to discuss. Make sure you hit up the sportsbyfry.com website to check out all the articles. I just published a little bit of a summer league recap. I've got a few AFL ones in the works that will probably be out in the next couple of days or two. But enough about that. Let me dig into the episode. What is up, sports fans? Welcome back to the Sports by Fry channel. Thank you for tuning in via podcast or YouTube. I'm Fry, that is JLo, and we are discussing our AFL fantasy teams. Uh, you've had a, a big day, so... It was a big day, a big couple of days, so I might yeah. be a little flat today. I was just going to say, anything uh, that gets, not taken out of context, that's not the right word, but misquoted, yeah. or any, uh, any numbers that don't go... Right, according to plan, that, that's your little uh, exception. How to, are, you, are you tired, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm knackered. Yeah, um, I reckon you might be the one we've got to worry about. Probably. After that sentence. Yeah, I don't really know what I was going for there. Anyway, enough about uh, me talking shit. Let's talk about our descending AFL fantasy teams. Or are you, uh, are you uh, confident? No, I'm, I'm confident. I like it, My midfield props me up so much. I'm never, that's true. I'm never like scared I'm going to have a shocking week. It's funny, I literally... I'll ask you this after, but I shuffle all my players around a certain order, but I shuffled mine out to make my defence and forward line look complete, but now my midfield looks kind of yeah. shitty, because i got Mickey Walters in there, i got my last rookie, so... He might have 120. Yeah, I could... Dangerfield's in my forward line now as well, though, which size, makes that look... Size, your, other, your rookie mid? Nah, one? a Hearn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I took a hand out, but... Yeah, oh, it's okay, but yeah, it's, it's funny to look at my midfield, and then look at all these other people high up on the rankings and see, like... Josh Kelly, Gaff, like all these, McRae, all these loaded teams. And I'm like, well, yeah, I got Lucky Neal. He's well, all right. Well, we're big proponents of the, the whole, I think you it's one and one and lost in the backs and mids, not, uh, sorry, backs and forwards, not the mids, you know, like, yeah. like, because like we say all the time, you can get a hundred from plenty of blokes who are midfield listed, well, but that's you can't true. get a hundred from all, well, there's like six, there's six defenders you you're probably lucky to get there's a nine six, from. There's six defenders that are, I think, the top six. Yeah. In the forwards, you could probably pick any of the top 15 as the top six. And in the midfield... There's like the top three and then... Yeah, there's a few else. that are probably more likely or not certainties, but certainties. And then in the midfield, there's probably like two or three dudes. But, you know, Clayton Oliver could, could just average 120 for the rest of the year mm-hmm. and like catch one of those spots. Like, yeah, I guess it is a bit of an open... Uh, when you said two or three dudes, do you mean 20 or 30 dudes? No, I mean, like, you put Tom Mitchell and McRae and oh, sorry, those guys no. as top eight midfielders, no, yeah. but then the other, like, six spots are probably sure. wide open. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, my AFL fantasy team, I don't know why, but I just... Not motivationally, but I've just lost a lot of the gusto right now. Like, when it's been not, a grind. My, yeah. I was looking at how it's gone wrong, and we'll actually start talking fantasy footy and not just our shitty teams in a minute, but... um. I, the first couple of weeks, like Josh Kelly's injury, Zach Merritt's mm. shitty scores, I traded in Gary Ablett, who then got injured that week. in the first week, and then I traded in Dangerfield over McRae. I literally flipped a coin between the two. Anyway, yeah. There's a couple of things that yeah, clearly, that's right. clearly went wrong for me, and if they went all right, then I might have been in a bit of a better spot for the buys, which would put me in a better, better spot now. Probably, you know, only like two or three 
better upgrades, but those two or three could change everything. Makes or breaks the season. Imagine if I picked McRae over Danger, I'd probably, my ranking would be halved. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of Danger, uh, he, as I mentioned, can now be added to your forward line. You are not an owner. Not Luckily, an owner. I am. I was able to uh, take his 150 to the bank last Thursday night. Yeah. Um, pretty stoked with that, but he was on thin ice, and there might have been some coaches that axed him that week, so hopefully you're not one of those people, but um, where do you see him as uh, a must-have in the forwards? Is he right now number one, do you think? Yeah, pro- pro- well, I think Westhoff and Smith, just because they have been more reliable this yeah. year, but I think Danger will probably hit his straps now, and I, I think also... Um, yeah, I think I think he's probably the top, the third bloke for me. Yeah, and he probably will be the number one forward, but it's just a bit more risky. I agree a hundred percent with everything you said because I think in a couple of weeks he'll start to hit his stride and maybe put up a couple of big scores. But the reason that he's got forward status is because he's been playing like a forward and he's yeah. scoring like a forward. Mm. So um, I haven't been able to watch many of the Cats games the last few weeks, but hopefully I can tune in this week and see just exactly how his positional shift is looking. But um, yeah. Yeah, with the exception of danger, no real dual positioners that mattered. Yeah, that's right, because it, I forgot that was last week. It yeah. feels like it was five weeks ago. Yeah, um, time flies. Yeah, who There was a few, like, Stefan Giro, Majacek, um, Ed Richards, a few, like, uh, emergencies that people would have gain an extra position. Narkel, I don't know, I'm forgetting makes, one or two. But flipping it does. It's, it definitely helped me. It was allowed me to essentially, as this week, but I could have maybe done it otherwise, but, yeah, because of Giro's... Position. I was able to plug and play a little bit. So, yeah, with the exception of, I think, a couple of uh, those rookies and Danger, there wasn't a lot really to talk about no. with regards to dual positioners. Yeah, just move on. I'll just get I'll get Danger mid- midfield, uh, not midfield, my forward line in yeah. the next couple of weeks. It might actually even work out this week. The way well, speaking with your uh, forward line, another player that you've got to... Well, he has been named. Another player you've got yep. to try and uh, suss out is Robbie Gray. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm still not sure. He, he's he's lost so much money. It's, it's not a lot you can get. I'm, yeah, I'm not like, oh, I need to get him out because I'm yeah. losing money. It's like, it's gone now. So He's I, at I, his base, his floor price. I'm going to just wait. Like He's, not sitting really on, losing. he's probably going to sit on my bench this week as an emergency. Well, no, he'll come on. But if like, he's... Yeah, he's not. <laughs> honestly, I, I'd probably back Willie Rioli there against the dogs to... Probably well, that's true. The Eagles the seem like they're in for a, uh, a field day against the Dogs. Yeah, hence why I'm, I've been thinking about bringing a, a couple of West Coast boys in. So yeah. hopefully well, before, really before we discuss stuff. our trades very quickly, yeah. let's just talk teams. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I was good with selections. Yeah, same. I think, I think most people were. Yeah. Um, Smith, who I thought would miss. Heron in. Yep. Pat. Uh, Robbie Gray actually playing so yeah I, other than the one Stevie Hill was the one that burnt me like it won't have burnt anyone else that was just me no, being not. an idiot um, there's a couple of dudes that like Josh you got battle with Saints blow Josh battle I, Josh traded, I traded him out a couple of weeks ago there's dudes like him and Sam Murray's back remember uh, oh, yeah. remember that like he started like a house on fire didn't he don't know Did what he happened he got dropped right? Bucks dropped him and he's been out in the twos for the last well, two months it bloody worked for Bucks didn't it that was yeah, the well, point, maybe it was. Um, I was very happy to see uh, Joel Smith named a relevant bloke. He's yeah, worth well, about yeah, two hundred and sixty grand on my bench. He's but in my back line too, so I was stoked. So that was dope. Oh, how have we not talked about the big dog though? As our everyone's, I think he's the, actually the second most owned player in AFL fantasy. That's Darcy Cameron. 
Oh, yeah. Named for his debut. Finally, mate. Finally. He has been toiling away for like the last two or three years. I thought he was going to get yeah. a gig. Yeah, but, uh, yeah been, congrats, Dars. Yeah, like, he's been great in the twos. Like, he, he should have got called up weeks ago uh, for mine. Like, I guess it's unfortunate for him that Sinclair's had the year he has. Yeah. Because, honestly, like... Yeah, you're right, actually. Sinclair's been balling. He's yeah. been... Well, he's been he's been okay. Like, he's had those He'll probably games finish where... inside the top five for Rucks in fantasy points. He'll be a real fifth, oh, yeah, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, I think he will, too. So, but still, like, uh, there's a huge drop-off off after those first three Rucks, though. You know, like Tony Gold- Goldstein's got something to say about well, it, but the yeah. last few weeks. But then it goes to Goldstein with Sinclair. True. So I'm glad Darcy's got a got a game perfect for me because I chopped McNerney out last mm. week. So it's like a perfect transition. Yeah, I got rid of him a couple of weeks ago and threw uh, Abbott into the last ruck spot. So yeah, seeing uh, still, another green still, dot. He's still emergency. Yeah, as well, so. if Abbott plays, I think which he's not. He's not. A, I don't even think he's in an extended he's, bench. But he is. He's an emergency. Oh, is he? If he plays, I think I have thirty playing. Oh no, Dylan Clark. I got twenty nine playing this week. Then I'm I'm getting closer. I was pleasantly surprised because I was thinking with this with this Hiller out. I was like, oh, I've got to make a move there. But yeah. actually, both of my emergencies are playing. So I realistically could hold and go some forward line in a midfielder or, or whatever I want to do. There's so, a lot of options that you got based on a couple of tricky outs. So yeah, yeah it's going to depend a little bit on um, yeah your best potential bench replacement, maybe. Yeah, that's it. But, it's you been, know, it's, uh, it, it's an interesting time. It's a good, good selection week for a lot of people, particularly. Like, it could be a very interesting uh, like look back on week. And see if a couple of people made a move that yeah, you know elevated them or stuffed them up. Um, yeah. One of the biggest fantasy uh, topics of this week, though, has been James Sicily busting his wrist. Or yeah. I can't remember. I think it's wrist. Yeah, wrist. Six weeks. Uh, yeah, six weeks. So pretty much out for the fantasy Which season. Is a broken wrist. That's what. Yeah. Isn't it? Is that what it is? Six weeks wrist injury. It's got to be a broken wrist. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever he's done. Uh, yeah, he's not going to be relevant to fantasy sides. We don't have him. I think over a quarter of the league does though. Nearly so got him last week. I, I nearly got him about five weeks, yeah. I reckon. I've been well, like, you, oh, every nah, single oh, week nah. for the last ten weeks, you're like Sicily, who I reckon I'll grab it in this week, and then you'll do your little last minute change. Yeah, thing. which I'm probably destined to do again this week. But anyway, um, like I said, we don't have the sick dog, but who do you think is the number one replacement if you could pick from the defender bunch to grab for Sicily? Assuming. Uh, well, assuming most people have Simpson, Lloyd, Laird, and maybe Sicily, although a lot of people have Sicily up forward as well. True. Um, well, I let's mean, look at some defensive choices and then maybe well, look, two it's, it's, forward line. It's Brayshaw, if you don't okay. have him. I reckon, I reckon he is arguably the best back in, a, in the league at the moment. Yeah, I said that in my uh, Dream Team article this he's, week. He's doing, he's scoring as well as Rory Laird. So, mm. and, he, and he's like, he, he's come in this year just been explosive, so yeah. you, you wonder if he's maybe got a higher ceiling. In the, you know, it'll be interesting. So I said that Lloyd, oh, sorry, not Lloyd, Laird and uh, Brayshaw are all uh, like level pegging. You yeah. might just pick Brayshaw because he saved you about 15, 20 grand. Yeah. Um, and Brayshaw could end as the best defender. I think those two are the, they separate themselves from the comp. Then I've got Yoey, Lloyd, and then right there is like Whitfield and uh, yeah. Kate Simpson. I, it feels to me that. Those blokes you mentioned, with the exception of Brayshaw, all the, the really good players have those six in yeah. the back and just don't even move. So hopefully, if you don't have Brayshaw, go in. 
Um, yeah. Who else have back? Hurley. Hurley's a good downgrade choice. Up Alex Witherden from Brisbane I like as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a few options there. A couple, but it's, it's not. In the line forward line as well, it's a bit of a, like I said, you can always throw a blanket over who the best forwards are. I mean, so. if you don't have danger, yeah. it's a good time to grab him. But there's a, there's a couple of, like, West off, like we mentioned, of growth options up forward. Up back, there is just nothing. Mm. You're like, oh, this guy could yeah, could have a few big games up with the forwards, but yeah. I really don't know. Up back, it's pretty tough. It's a bit scarce. Uh, like I said, though, it's so tough to pinpoint just exactly like who's the best uh, in these positions. But we're starting to get a clear picture at the moment. Um, all right. This has gone on probably longer than we thought it would already, but everyone loves fantasy, so thank you for listening through so far. My trades this week, I think I'm going to get O'Royden in okay. um, and get rid of Rice. However, I might, like you and I were talking about the other night, um, I might just go right down to a basement person. I might just get Nate Freeman in yeah. and do a little bit of swapping around so that I can just save that extra 30k. Because if I can do that with a couple of downgrade targets, I was like five or six weeks left, so it yeah. doesn't really matter. You, you know, be, try that's and save, funny maximise thing. that money. Yeah, just get rid of those. Get rid of your bench players. If I've got two out. bench players in one spot, I don't need two bench players in one spot. Like, I think I've called upon a bench player twice the entire year, so... I can't remember grabbing one Thanks, either. Kate Simpson. Yeah. Thanks for uh, But, yeah, Freeman, O'Royden, one of those dudes. And then, at the moment, it's locked in from Matty Guelphie to Luke Shuey. Yeah. Um, I've toyed with doing Luke Ryan to Brayshaw, and at the moment, those two are right up against each other. Okay. Um, but I think getting... Rid of a rookie first makes sense. Luke Ryan is still priced at a good amount. Even I think his break even's quite high because of a couple of crappy scores. But hopefully he scores well against the Bombers. I think we got the Hawks after that, so he gets a couple of good games. And then I have a hunch I'll have to pull the trigger on either him or Kate Simpson um, in the next couple of weeks to get Brayshaw. So yep, Guelphie to Shuey for mine. Yeah, okay. You uh, on the other hand, a little bit going to be a little bit more creative. I do. Hilly out really. Well, it doesn't hamstring me. I would still probably like to get him out. Who were you? Sorry, who were your bench choices to cover Hilly? Uh, Heron, who's a dud, uh-huh. and Smith, who's solid. Just, um, oh yeah, the D's do. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not totally upset with that. I'd rather perhaps maybe upgrade a forward with decent coverage in my back line because I got no one coming off the bench in the forward line. Like it's either Willie or it might be Robbie Gray this week. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so I'd like at least, if I'm going to upgrade somewhere, it's probably forward, not back for me. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking I'll, I'll do a bit of flipping around, but I, I might bring Danger in and see if there's some way I can just swing for Shuey. Because Shuey is my... Who would be your outs, Gray and... No, Hill and... Oh, sorry, Hill and... Hill and really whoever I want. Um, yeah. I, I'm thinking about Guelphie or Oh, because you have you saved up quite a bit of dough? I think you have about 100 grand in the bank okay. off the off the top so right. I've got I, if I trade say Guelphie and Hill I'll have a million dollars so I can grab Danger and a, and a nice rookie or Shuey and another mid-range forward who looks like yeah you broke. might be able to sneak Shuey and Billings in no work. I couldn't quite get them yeah. but someone just under that around that 5-10 mark I, I might be able to get a bloke who's on the up so coming back from injury or something yeah. um, I'm not 100% sure it's, uh, it's really up in the air at this point so good luck trying to edit this podcast video later. Um, <laughs> to try and uh, crop in the little images of who you're uh, trading I'm sure, in. I'm sure whoever's image you put up, it's going to be a cracker. So, All right. Yeah. You, you have a bit of fun with that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, pretty pretty standard. I think this might be the week, touch wood, that I lock in Matt 
uh, Matt, Matt Guelfie to Luke Shuey and the trade I'm saying on the video is the actual trade that I'm going to do. I tell you what, mate. I think that Shuey trade is the way to go. I've been I've been saying it for a few weeks, and you're sort of you've kind of come round after some good performances. Like you went through the numbers earlier. He's only he had that one game where he got injured, had the fifty coming back from that. But other than that, hasn't gone under eighty all but one game, which was like a seventy eighty. Yeah, like. Yeah, his resume speaks for itself. I had him last year. He gets contested. That's the thing is he gets contested posies. And with Gaff firing the way that he is, I reckon that they're, yeah. That's it. I reckon, I think I said on my, I think I said on the recap on Monday, Tuesday, whenever I recorded it, um, that Shuey will be the number one traded in bloke this week. He should be. But, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. He's not even in the top 10 on the website. So, low ownership, ticks the boxes, low break even. Healthy run home. Because the other dude, um, just before I wrap up, I was considering was Rory Sloan. So was I. And a lot of people Those... are getting him in this week. But the Crows run home is, as we talked about on our sit-down, it's not the smoothest. Yeah. I think they'll still make finals and they'll be okay. And Sloan will probably average 100, 105 from here on out. But, yeah, mm. I'm a little bit um, cautious of yeah. bringing in Rory. Yeah. For anyone who did listen, I, uh, for, for anyone who was wondering, I was going to go... Uh, Sloan and Shuey in. Oh, and that's right. Neil yeah. and Pendle's out. So like a double downgrade, but really not a downgrade at all. Because uh, Neil's got a shocking run. Like yeah, Freo's the Dockers run after downgrade. this week, not great. Yeah, and Pen- I mean, Collingwood aren't looking convincing and Pendle's is having a down few mu- uh, weeks. So. I might have jinxed him in my Dream Team, artic- uh, Dream Team Talk article yeah, from round sure. 17. Yeah. I looked and I said... Uh, I can't remember what it was. I was like, to yeah, I was like, he's consistent. And he was like, you watch him drop a stinker and then he's 70. So, yeah, yeah sorry, boys. boys. My bad. Uh, before we go, got to give some birthday shout outs. Good on you, mate. Um, I've been pretty hopeless in trying to remember to do these, but LaMarcus Aldridge's birthday today. Oh, yeah, I did. You an LA fan? Yeah, I've always liked him. Yeah, I, I liked him in Portland more than San Antonio, but oh, I course. like LaMarcus. Yeah, I think everyone's probably been probably. Except yeah. for San Antonio fans. True. You a Benedict uh, Cumberbatch fan? Oh yeah, huge, huge talent. I've ne- I agree. I've never, I never really got in on him. I don't know why. I just, I guess I just didn't watch a lot of his movies. Did I you think. like Doctor Strange? But th- that's what I was gonna say. I watched Doctor Strange and I was like, oh, Cumberbatch is amazing. There was another one that what was well, the he's, other. He's smog in the Hobbit. Yeah. What was the other recent uh, movie? Oh, it was only. It would have been a year or two ago that he was in. Anyway, yeah. yeah he's you a... didn't give me much information there. Mate. Yeah. What's the movie that Cumberbatch has been in? Uh, it's his birthday anyway. So happy birthday, mate. Yeah, it was one of the he was working something World War Two, German war, something. Uh, happy birthday to Mark Murphy Toronto time, because it's technically oh. still the nineteenth here, so happy birthday to Murph. But in Australia it's the twentieth and it's David Mundy's birthday, so mm. right up there is one of my favourite all time dockers. Will probably finish in the top five. Might be upseated by a future uh, superstar, but yeah, I love Dave Mundy, so... Big fan. Arguably, most clutch kick in the game for mine. Like, <laughs> Luke Shuey's up there as well. Nah, you, you, yeah, I, I wouldn't say Shuey is, because he had that one go- awesome clutch goal, but it doesn't make him clutch. Nah, but he's know. he's usually pretty good in the clutch scenarios. I mean, I... Whatever. Eagles got a couple of dudes like that, but yeah. Um, happy birthday, Davey. Last one, John Jones, Bones Jones. Mm. Uh, had a coloured career in the UFC yeah. MMA arena, but... I was always big on his actual fighting talent, so 
Yeah, that It'd time be, he got out of the armbar. It would be awesome. Refused to give up. It would have been awesome if, like, a couple of years ago, when he looked like he'd started to turn the corner, if he actually did turn the corner. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of those in the sporting world. What if, say? Um, now, I knew he might end up being one of those. <laughs> God. How did we go the whole... Actually, it's funny you say that because uh, there was a section to talk about Natanui in there, but I'd actually drawn a line through it and was meant to make the joke because on Sunday when we sat down to talk about it, yeah. we skipped over the whole section. Oh. We're like, yeah, the Natanui injury, but no worry about it. He'll be okay. Yeah, no, we'll be right. Poor bugger. No um, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, thumbs up, rating and review on iTunes if you're listening there. Otherwise, thank you for joining j no Good luck in round 18, everyone. Till next time. Peace.